Hey, everybody. Um, my name is M. And I'm R. And together we are Mr. Board Games. And this is our lonely table. So pull up a chair and join us as we try to create some love. Today we have a special guest. Um, Kay is here, and he actually observed our final playthrough of the third chapter of Fog of Love, which is yes. what we're talking about today. Yes, uh, he has. He was. He's someone who had no idea what the heck the game was about. Never seen us play. Didn't even see the first two. And I can tell you from experience, uh, I was looking over at him throughout it that last episode. And I don't. I think he was crying. He was laughing so hard at some some comments. There was definitely a few comments that I uh, I came close to crying on. Um, long time player, uh, first time it's not affected somebody's life negatively. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone has listened to our introduction and has familiar with us, they will realize who Kay is and how he likes to address things. Isn't that right, Kay? Absolutely. <laughs> so. Speaking of Fog of Love, uh, we're just going to take a quick second here, talk about the most important thing about love, and that's the oral sex. Important PSA here. Um, I don't know who's doing this, but I am very strongly against this. Uh, if you are using your partner's stomach as a pillow during a blowjob, stop it now. It is awful. Quit doing that. <laughs> uh, I guess it's something, this be, this something be, I feel passionately about, R. I feel like this is something I should have said. Warning explicit content. <laughs> I feel like every episode should just come with a warning, maybe explicit. All right. So obviously, since you're very concerned about the whole blowjobs and Absolutely. pillows, like I'm, I'm you've got something you want to uh, share. Yeah. Uh, I've started a foundation for this. Oh, a uh, foundation. Okay. Yeah. It's called the No Tum Pillow Society um, or NTS as we're known. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know who's doing it, but please stop. Okay, it's not I, good. As the female of representative represent rep um representation at this table right now. There you go. I just have one question. Just just one. As many as you need. Is it a burning question? Like it is, is a burning question. I'm just not going to finish that sentence. It's very burning, which is why I need to talk about it. What if your partner is of the large variety, not penis size, abdominal girth. And there's no way for you to give a blowjob without using their stomach as That's kind of a pillow. That is an interesting question. Um, then you should get a different partner. No, I'm totally kidding on that. Um, I mean, then it would be acceptable, but like... I, I feel like there has to be like extenuating circumstances. Like I had neck surgery recently or uh, yeah, abdominal girth or uh, recently in a car accident. Like honestly, wh wh who's wait, doing wait, it wait, and wait. why? Well, how bad of a car accident? Well, at least whiplash. Whiplash. Well, you definitely need whiplash. Like there has to be neck trauma for this to be a thing where you're using somebody's stomach as a pillow. Like what if you're in a hard collar? 
Yeah, hard collar. Well, if you're still giving blowjobs with a hard collar, you're a trooper and you definitely should take whatever time you need. The problem But just with- on the other side of that, like as a as the female representative, can you imagine if somebody was like, you know, down there eating you out and they like used your legs as a pillow? Isn't that weird? It's super weird. But if I had thick thighs, then thick thighs save, li- save lives. We all know that. We know Thunder this. thighs. <laughs> like if I had thick thighs, then you know, like a little bit, it would be unavoidable. And I mean, I want you to be comfortable. Like if you're comfortable, the longer you're going to be at it. So really. Or if they have just really intense cheekbones, they're just resting on your thighs. Okay, I don't know if I've met anybody with cheek th- cheekbones. Uh, what's his face from? Uh... That extend that far. Out that they would reach my thighs in that position. We were just talking about him. Evil Dead. Uh, you mean like the main character? Or? Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, he definitely has thigh- or thighs like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> he does have thighs. Like, I have days. been checking on his thighs, too. This legs for days. Got them legs for days. <laughs> oh, let's see that boomstick. <laughs> You're punny. Okay, things just got awkwardly (laughs) awkwardly quiet after the party. I I think that might be the the key that we should probably move back towards the uh, slightly more important topic of this game. Yeah, get back on topic of Fog of Love. Right, so Fog of Love, basically a romantic comedy in a box, two-person game where you and your partner decide that you're going to be an individual, you're going to enter into a relationship, you pick traits for each other, mm-hmm. which is an interesting concept in itself. Yeah. You pick an occupation, and then you pick a storyline. So the game comes with four, I think. Four or five, Like, yeah. the base game comes with four or five packs, which lead to different storylines. They are replayable yeah. to an extent because each scene in each chapter is going to be different. Yeah. And then there's a couple of expansions. You play through it. You pick a destiny. And you figure out whether or not your relationship works or it doesn't. The key, though, the very key to that is make sure it's not your actual relationship and understand that before going into it. Yes. Because you are going to be making comments and doing things that you have to ask yourself, what would Dr. Archie do in this situation? What would Veronica do? And I think like the traits set you up nicely for that. Like, especially if you pick traits that are not even close to what your own personality is like, it sets you up nicely to kind of take on a different persona. But yeah, it is very important to remember that everything done in the game is not a reflection over your true relationship, especially if you're playing with your romantic partner. Yes. And also recognize <laughs> that like it that the game does um set you up for male male, male female and female female relationships. So you could be a female playing a guy. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's a gender neutral type game because it's the cards, the player cards, they got a male and female on either side, so you can take your pick. Now, yes, it is pink and blue, but really who cares? And I think like the pink and blue is really just to you could use any color, den- any little. Like denote the different players. I think so, yeah. And I mean they're kind of a neutral, like as neutral as pink and blue can be. They're not super girly. It's not super masculine. Nope. Uh, And uh, like, I'm pretty sure um, they, the company that put it together actually released the game with uh, different covers. Now it does have a cover. The base game has a cover of a male, female, uh, but they didn't end up putting out two females, two males. Yeah, and I think so can... we had that option when we purchased the game. Yeah, yeah. That... that we could choose our cover. 
cover and yep. we went with the heterosexual couple but which, i mean ultimately I mean, it doesn't matter which i mean of all the people that may possibly need to be represented the heterosexual ones yeah they definitely probably that was the pick <laughs> thanks Kay. yeah they're they're underrepresented in society i'd definitely say <laughs> so uh, we just finished our playthrough uh of the two i i think i think i won but i'm not really sure how the whole scoring works i mean i my character had more satisfaction but ultimately our destinies were not fulfilled yeah so and i don't I think, really know like <laughs> yeah if we had to pick a winner as a couple not winners as individuals, yeah, Dr. Archie probably came out of the relationship better, more satisfied, having spent the last year in the relationship with Veronica. But I guess we never did really just verify what a winner is in terms of the book, like in terms of the like rule book. But in my mind, like of all the times we've played the game, there's never a clear winner. Also, I don't think we've ever had a relationship where our destinies have been fulfilled. I, I think the way it plays out is either you win together or you lose together. I think that's yeah. probably a good way to go. Uh, the game took us so probably about mm, two hours, an hour, half, two hours, I think it was. Yeah, like I think the box says the playtime is anywhere from 60 to 120 minutes. And I feel like we were probably more on the... 120 plus minutes yeah um like we, we did three uh, three youtube videos the well, last one was definitely sh way like chapter three was way shorter chapter two was super long yeah because that was also like 14 scenes yeah to go through opposed to the eight we flew through chapter three the final chapter though yeah but like like with anything, though, I feel like by the time you get to that like third stage, that third chapter, that third age, yeah. you have it figured out. Like, you know where it's going. You know if it's going to work or it's not. You know what your strategy is. Like, I feel like by that time, like, age one, you're working up into it. Age two, yeah. you're like settling in. Age three, you're like, boom, 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 boom. Get her done. Get her done. Yep. Kind of like, like personal experience, Lord of the Rings did not work out like that in ages. The third one was definitely no. the longest <laughs> by a lot. It's true, actually. Yeah. That was it. Well, you know, with your 50 alternate endings. Um, some of those are super important. I like the one where uh, Frodo and Sam got together. That's that's cute. Okay, but spoiler, I guess. Oh, I sorry, mean, guys. At this point in time, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Okay, I'm but shipping that hard. I would also like to point out, if you're going to bring up Lord of the Rings, that the third age of Middle-earth is actually where all three Lord of the Rings stories takes place. Oh, If she you would... want to get super canon on it. Um, unless you're one of the losers who read the Silmarillion, like I have, TM. <laughs> then that happens throughout, because uh, also definitely uh, give that a, a pickup if you want to spend several hours of your day and not actually hear a story. That's fair. All right. All right. So in terms of our play, I don't really have anything that I would consider to be popping out at me at this point in time. Like, is there anything that you like thought was cool like... cool moments? Yeah, like a cool like moment. That? I mean, there really wasn't. It's pretty straightforward. I think, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. There's nothing in the game, like in our last playthrough anyways, that yeah. is like, bam, that was super cool. That got me super heated. 
or anything like that. I think for me, it was like the realization that your character was a douche. Yeah, that really came, <laughs> out, that really came out in the last. But that's and I was how like, this is not going to work. I need to start playing more for myself. But then I had really crappy cards. Well, Dr. Archie did cause you to change your traits at least twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did. And that's where I made a mistake playing the game. Um, for me, what was going through my head is I was being competitive. I wanted, I was, I wasn't even looking at what the characters did. I was looking at my objectives and it's like, oh, you need three plus in the green. And I was just choosing reactions based on that. Uh, that was probably a mistake because the idea is to have fun and to joke around. I should have put myself in more of a role player's mindset and was like, okay, this is a jealous, cocky, promiscuous doctor who's falsifying himself being in a wheelchair with racing stripes and flames so so that was a question i definitely had during that so why is he falsifying his just as a role player now um why is he falsifying that he's in a wheelchair like is this for parking like does he (laughs) is it really that much of a walk at the hospital there he's like oh no not not this i'm getting one of those fancy doctor handicap parking spaces like is that is that where archie's at? because that's the vibe i got from him Here's the here's the thing with that, Kay. I didn't choose those traits. Oh, see, yeah, M and I did the first part of that. No, so. I didn't choose your traits. No, the traits we don't we we. It's because you look at the traits and say these are what I fell in love with. No, those those are the characteristics. The traits are the ones where you like. Oh, you get sorry, five sorry. at the beginning and you pick three. Correction, sorry. The characteristics, the character traits, characteristics. I didn't choose the fact that Doctor Archie was going to be put in a wheelchair. So the person who can best answer why Dr. Archie was in a wheelchair is going to be M. So we're going to stare at her All right, intently. M, let's, uh, let's hear why Dr. Archie was in his uh, flame and racing stripe And why wheelchair. was he so, like, why did he get you so going because of that wheelchair? So, okay. First things first. When I gave Dr. Archie that wheelchair, it did not have flames. And it did not have racing stripes. <laughs> So you are a fashion person. Was this to do with mall parking? Potentially. But also, like, I believe when I set it up, which you didn't, well, like, you haven't seen yet, um, it was more, like, I set up this situation where um, I was at initially insecure. My character, One of my character traits was insecure. So I was like, well, if I throw him in a wheelchair, he can't run away from me. Okay, and, and fair, definitely fair. And like <laughs> the fact that you're insecure almost does work. Yeah, I know you said that there wasn't really a lot of role playing happening there, but the fact that you changed your character traits so much that does show insecurity, like for sure. Also, change like just proves that I was willing to do anything to salvage the relationship. I was willing to change myself, and Doctor Archie's like, I'm just gonna take advantage of her. Well, he's already taking advantage of the close parking. I mean, I really wouldn't put anything past the man. Until the point where he ran through the through the airport to leap into my arms. Yeah, like, do you think that security, like, stopped him at some point? And like, hey, uh, you're going to have to move your van. This is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably did after they saw him jump out. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. This isn't real. What, what is he doing? Yeah, like, when he physically jumped over something, they're like, well... Maybe it's not quite as bad as he's making it seem with that motorized chair. Was it motorized? 
Oh, that's how I visualized it. Oh, I mean, okay, if you're gonna enough. have you're gonna have racing stripes, you yeah. Better like be... if you're putting racing stripes on it, then it better be a motorized track. Absolutely, yes. Which makes it even more sketch because, like, you could be in a wheelchair for many reasons. Absolutely, and still have mobility in your legs. But if you have a motorized chair, you best be not able to use your legs at all. So that kind of almost makes sense with why he was way more satisfied in the relationship uh, than yourself. Because he got up and walked away. Uh, no, I was just more <laughs> thinking that you were definitely doing all the work in that because he was not willing to use his legs for anything. Yeah, no. he was kind of a jerk. Probably one of those situations where Veronica probably should have just used him as a pillow. That, oh, there we go. Bring that would have been an acceptable Throwback. time for the pillow. Throwback. Um, uh, most enjoyable? Like, uh, you know... Mm -hmm. I actually just kind of enjoy the game in general. I do think we need to get more onto a role-playing mindset yes. when we play the game and not like uh, win-lose. Like it's supposed to be more cooperative. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you do have personal goals and traits and things that you're trying to fulfill, but I think like the game itself is kind of a unique yes. build, which makes it enjoyable. Like it's a two-person game. You are playing a couple and you're kind of in these weird situations the scene cards have kind of weird situations some that you know do accurately reflect everyday life or you yes. know real life situations and some of them you're kind of like would that actually happen in like our real relationship or in a real relationship. I'm sure it's happened in somebody's relationship along the way, but yeah, like I was able to check off everything you had in the last part there. Like the last relationship I was in, even that was yeah. all of those things for <laughs> sure, at least including the wheelchair. Were you in a wheelchair? I mean, again, it's the parking. You can't <laughs> argue with the parking. Um, yeah. Okay. I see where you're coming from. Um, and it does kind of, it, there is some serious moments in it. But the thing I don't like about the game as much is if you are, it's like, okay, it's not a competitive game for starters. There, you got to get that out of your head because if you go in and that's my own fault, the reason why I dislike that frustrating moment, um, is you got to remember it's, it's a game because I remember when I bought it back, you know, years ago now, I bought it and I remember someone making a comment saying it's, it's a fun party game, even though it's only two people. Because you get your friends to sit around, and it's like watching, you know, Friends or a stupid comedy between these two. And you're sitting there, and you're looking at the characters, and what the options are. And you're going, oh, what are they going to do next? Oh, he should totally do that. And that is, like, the probably, like, uh, yeah, that's, that's why I got it, was to be entertaining. And, and I fail at it. I'd almost want to play it as a party game with, you know, like having three couples and like men versus women like the three guys you know kind of going back and forth picking cards the three women going back and forth picking cards because I think that would add yeah like a weird dynamic of like you would take away some of that like in your head playing because yeah especially if you like alternated the couples I feel like as long as it wasn't uh you know if you did have like a back and forth they weren't actual couples it was always somebody matched up with someone who's not someone they're used to yep because then you have that ability that whole um they're not sure what the other person's going to pick or how they're going to react 
So from a perspective where you were sitting back and watching it, that last scene, what do you have to say about it in that regard? Okay, well, it was not a surprise to me. And like, I did not know how the game was played, but it was not a surprise to me that Veronica left Dr. Archie. Um, it's not a surprise saw to that, me either. <laughs> saw that coming. Um, I'm sure anybody who watched the first two parts was already like yelling at the screen. Um, because, yeah, awful. What an awful human being. Um, Let us know in the comments what you thought. <laughs> I, if there's any Doctor Archie fans out there, I'm I'm sorry for it now because he he's, not, yeah. he's an awful man. He is. Um, but I found it really interesting, kind of the back and forth between the two of you. Obviously, no, both of you outside of this setting, um, and definitely not how the relationship goes. So, like, nobody sent anyone there to, oh, uh, to fix threats. that. We're getting bad threats, I guarantee. Oh, yeah. Uh, you no, need this... to leave him. He's a douche. Well, no. Ours not, 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 not a complete douche. It's not like, like we're, not that whole, like, Mike, Michael Buble and his wife thing where the whole world thought that he was a possessive oh. jackass because of one video on uh -oh. Instagram. Uh-oh. Emma's spilling the tea. Uh-oh. There's always tea and shade. All right. That's fair real. enough. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I kind of like the play back and forth between the two of you. And again, just seeing the characters kind of come out, there was definitely defined characters by the end there. Um, I was a fan, uh, not of the relationship per se. Fair. Definitely was not shipping that. Um, FedEx would not take that even. Like that was, <laughs> that was a miserable relationship there. And like, I know miserable relationships, but like that, that took the T for me. I think at the end, the most memorable part for me, though, is I had more chance to develop our Dr. Archie in the way that I wanted to. Because all the scenes ahead of time in the first and second were like, none of these answers are going to score me points. Yeah, you were so frustrated in the first two chapters. Yeah. You were like, where are the cards that yeah. get me the things? Well, clearly they were and all that, in the drama deck. Yes, I will note to self, drama deck. Um. Other than that, it's just getting that annoying part of is just not getting the right cards. Yeah. And I felt like the most, the more annoying part was that like I had my character traits kind of set up in a achievable manner at the beginning. And the first two, like the first chapter I was like, oh, like play this card, choose that option, get points for that, yep. get trait satisfaction. Like, and then... All of a sudden, I was like, and now I don't have that trait anymore. Yep. What do I do? And because I'm like, I've invested so much into that already. I had to pick new traits. The traits didn't line up with what I had. There was a time where I was picking traits that were completely contradictory to yep. the ones I already had. And I'm like, yep. what the actual? And then like, yeah. And you kind of like, because like you said, you choose your answers based off of your Perhaps, traits. Yeah. And you're looking at, you know, the up down influx of the different traits and trying to decide and which is actually in a way does help you break build your character because then you're not choosing the answers that you would choose personally. You're choosing True. the ones that um, are reflective of the traits you have. So in a way, but yeah, like by the end, I was like, none of these cards matter. <laughs> like... I can't be happier at this point. Pretty sure I saw that too. Yeah, I well, I kind of find that interesting because that sounds like a very like typical gaming problem where you've reached the point 
where you've leveled enough and there's nothing more you can do. And you're like, I didn't plan out this build at all. And now I've made horrible mistakes. Yeah, like 100%. Like there's definitely like even when we were picking our final destinies, you're looking at the cards going like, yes, I should have planned. Like I should have looked ahead at everything on this card and thought specifically about what I was going to be able to achieve realistically. Yeah, yeah. So that being said, seeing as you've both now played this several times, um, would there be advice that you'd give yourself at the beginning of the game? Have fun. Okay, yeah. Uh, the that's, that's, Dr. Archie says to have no, fun. No, the reason why I'm saying I'm saying have fun is because, again, it goes back to the idea of getting out of your head. Don't be competitive. For make sure. The, make make, the it a, make it a story. Make, make it story. enjoyable. Um, and also... Yeah, like kind of just don't take it so seriously. But like advice advice if you kind of are looking for a more positive outcome is to fully like kind of look at everything, look at like if you are thinking a, maybe not right at the beginning, yeah. but thinking at the point where you start having to discard destinies and re-put them back in your hand, mm -hmm. looking at what the fulfillment goals are for that because it's like each card, each destiny card says like you know heartbreaker or um honorable exit and it has like you break up and then it says your destiny is fulfilled if or mm -hmm. like making sure that you understand what those if or um options are because like some of the destinies I ended up discarding was were you, know, you had to have five or more yes. negatives in a certain trait in the sincerity trait, mm -hmm. and I was like, well, that's not achievable. So I just automatically got rid of those, and then I was left with these that I was like, Oops. and yet I still can't fulfill any of these. But if I had probably looked harder at those other cards, I yeah. probably should have kept them or at least one of them. That's true. Although we were both frustrated and had some issues, main question always comes up at the end of the day, did you have fun? And did you have fun playing that game in general? Maybe. Yeah, I, I personally just always enjoy it. Again, this goes back to like our soft spot for it has beautiful artwork. It's very clean. It's very yeah. crisp. Um, it's very easy to play. Like there's not a whole lot there's... of rules to it. There's not a lot of strategy. Um you know, it's easy. It's enjoyable. It is for adult audiences. Yep. Uh, some of the, the comments that they bring up, though, are very relative to real life. Okay. As a per, as a spectator, did you enjoy? Did you have fun watching us? Yeah, I ended up coming in, obviously, at the end. But I personally will be checking out the other two videos. I kind of want to see how this set up because... Thank you. Uh, this dynamic uh, fashion designer who's <laughs> able to put ties... Uh, with any outfit, um, which is which is a skill, uh, ended up with this very chauvinist uh, wheelchair doctor who really had been awful based on what everything I'm hearing. Yeah, um, yeah like had completely changed her traits and and things like that. So just kind of to see uh, how that unfolded would be really interesting on my part. So I definitely I personally would play and uh yeah like i said very excited to see how that started so join us next time for r and k playing oh. a game of fog of love that's a fantastic oh, idea perfect. we should totally do that Definitely. i'm looking forward to that actually uh, you know my rule about pillow stomach though 
Yes. Okay. Excellent. Uh, but let's make a pact, you and I. Yep. When we go to play that game, lesbian couple. That wasn't what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking out loud again. I was just gonna say, let's tell a story and not try to beat each other out. Absolutely. Uh, uh, that kind of reminded me uh, just with the story of another game that I hope that you guys do end up playing on your uh, cast here, which was uh, Gloom, I think it was called. Oh, Gloom. Yeah, you'll you'll be part of that. Don't Excellent. you worry. Yeah, yeah, we had we'll some good times We'll have to get some people together for that. Cause... Yeah. Um, they shared their thoughts. I'm going to share mine. I did have fun in the last bit, the last chapter, the first two chapters. I wasn't really wasn't really feeling it. Um, cause again, I was looking for those numbers. I was looking for those stats and that was a bit of a downside. Otherwise, yes, I have had fun in the past. It's definitely a game that can be played multiple times. It will run out of space because when you play the scenes as much like the chapters, mm-hmm. it might get a little tedious, but it's always going to be fun to watch. I think in my opinion, um, but I will play it again in the future. Yeah. Like I think like, I mean, we've already set up for another one to happen and yes, i yes we have yeah like i think even to replay yeah some of the same storylines again if you play with a different person or a different like different character like you know if you're p- playing as a male male um couple or a female female couple like there's definitely things that could be different you're gonna have different hands and i feel like that's kind of why i was saying like the lesbian couple more just for because we both identify as male um it's kind of making sure to break from the person versus the character having that alternate like this isn't me whereas i feel especially if you're playing your own kind of gender how you identify Mm -hmm. You, you almost do get stuck in your own mindset, right? Like, because you know what you would do in that situation where you would be. Yeah, and I think we've definitely, like, R and I have definitely played a game where um, we have identified as a different gender. Yes, I remember that one vaguely. I believe, how, how did that end up going? Now, uh, did we we stay played together? in a hotel and we ended up breaking up mostly because I think it was the characters, sorry, not us. Sorry, again, yeah, in the game you broke up? Or yeah, just, characters, okay. not us. No, we broke up in the hotel. It was messy. Don't ask questions. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> no, our characters broke up. That's fair. They are both very competitive, so I could I could see it. <laughs> there was so our hotel security was called. Again, a parking space was taken away. It was awful. That was another um, tum pillow time. This is actually this is one of our issues that I'm just bringing up as an outsider. Actually, you did you do bring up a point that is a bit of an issue that I have. Not the not the pillow thing. <laughs> it was um, like, whoa, like let's not yeah, hit our dirty laundry no, now. No, not the pillow thing. Uh, it's the fact that like you brought up. I am a role player. I have played many a roles. I've been on stage. I've played games. The one thing I have never actually managed to do is is play a female character because i've always stayed away from it because i don't know maybe the thought of being a female has i don't know not necessarily scared me but i'm like i don't want to i don't know how to be a female let's put it that way it's because yeah, but you I, get too distracted by the boobs it's fine yeah well you just constantly looking down okay. but i also feel like i was trying to be serious and you just totally ruined it i'm just gonna turn away now okay helicopter dick <laughs> So there's a sulk happening. Um, but more importantly, uh, I, I feel like that's a fairly common issue for most people who identify as male is uh, they have no idea what the fuck females talk about other than males, which is an entire like the Beckett test. Isn't that what it's called? Becker test? Okay. Um, that females in movies and TV only talk about males. 
that's the only thing that writers really know for them to talk about. Yeah, would males write y- yeah. write yeah. female characters? Yeah, like it is very um, trended towards females having nothing to talk about, but like babies, men, and, and penis sizes, household duties. Like it's kind of yeah a disgusting. Um, chauvinistic view of yes. how females actually are because you know as I think we can all attest you know females have complex thoughts and can carry on conversations other than thing about things like babies and men and um, clothing and yeah. household duties I think that kind of falls back to the whole women don't have an identity other than as a partner for a male which is just a kind of a really outdated concept that they've really pushed a lot um we've gotten very serious right? i know absolutely we, right like an adult it. or something <laughs> not, not that i'm gonna cut you off <laughs> i would totally uh, i would recommend anyone anyone can play it there's not a specific player for this game there's not a specific type of gamer it, it anyone could play it it's just the caught the thought of not being competitive when playing it. that's yeah my not being competitive exploring something different not using it as a reflection of your own relationship. Um, it's definitely enjoyable. It is adult only, you know, like I definitely feel like, you know, not even for teenagers, like, like 21 plus, like you need to be an adult. You need to have kind of been in a relationship. Had some life experience. Yeah, truly. Because I know far too many people who are of a younger age who become too attached to their character and can't separate fiction from reality. I've seen that many a times before and lots of us have. Uh, at the end of the day... R&M, have you broken up some couples on this? No. No comment? At least okay. M has. That's Well, you know what? We did have this conversation once about getting other couples to play it and us to watch. We have done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun. There might be a couple more episodes when we get our yeah, friends you might, over. Yeah, uh, you might see some multiple Fog of Love playthroughs. We'll or... see. We'll see if we can get people we'll entertained and to do this. End of the day, we're going to have to get it. Well, we don't have to, but I'd like to give it a rating out of five. But it's not your, t- your standard rating of um, good or bad, like you'd see, like a five-star movie, whatever. We're going on a scale of zero to five. Zero being pass it on your collection altogether. Don't play it. Not worth your time. Five being it's a total staple to your collection and you definitely need to add it and you definitely need to have a go at it. For me, Fog of Love is going to sit at a two. It's not like an absolute necessity to have it in your collection. You can pass it, you can borrow it, you can watch it. But I mean, you could buy other games with it, with the money for it. Yeah, like I'm kind of on the same page. I was going to give it like a two and a half out of five. Just kind of... Like, it is an enjoyable game, especially if you're just two people, you don't have a large friend base, you're looking for two-player games. That's the only reason why I would bump it up that, like, 0.5. Because, you know, as we discussed previously, we kind of have this, it's hard to find two-player games that Mm -hmm. have different concepts. But at the same time, I don't think it needs to be a staple for anybody's collection per se. It is definitely one of those things. Like if you can go to a board game cafe and sample it there, it's totally worth it in that regard. Or, you know, if your friends have it, borrow it, um, play it because there is kind of, it is replayable, but there is kind of a set 
replayability yeah. to it once you've experienced all of the storylines mm-hmm. and a lot of the scenes. And we will get to that stage. And I probably. feel like we'll get to that and then it'll sit nicely in our collection. And if somebody wants to borrow it or play it, um, then we have it for them to do that. We are all about sharing because sharing is caring. Yes, it is. Now, Kay, you're welcome to add a, a comment to it, or we could wait till your turn gets to play it and we can revisit this. Uh, I feel like we should revisit this because all that I see right now is how hopelessly alone I am, and that's just making me sad. This was... Uh, that's it would not be getting a good review right now, but uh, <laughs> let's let's wait till I play it. Then we'll see. All right. Uh, other than that, is there anything else you'd like to add, Em? Um, no, but until next time... Keep the dice on the table. Yeah, because I don't have a good tagline yeah. yet. Yeah. Don't eat the poker chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yours. <laughs> oh, Realistically, just keep the dice on the table. Nobody likes it when they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>